I was waiting for your welcome speech. Welcome back. <laughs> you want to let everybody know what's been going on? What's 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 been going on? What's been going on, man? I'm just enjoying a Capperson right now. Not a sponsor. Yeah, because Capperson isn't a thing, dude. Why do you think I said it that way? The foil bag. It's a Capperson. Read the label, Adam. Foil bag gives it away. Read the label. What does that say? What does that say? It says Capricorn. Read that. Mm-hmm. Capricorn. We're getting sued thirty-eight times already. I didn't say that. That was close. That was close. You want to fill us in on uh, your day and your race today before we get into the opening? Why I'm in in these? They can't see that. They just know that you're in. You've wore cut off sleeves before. Have I? Yeah. Have I? Yeah. Oh well, I'm in short shorts too. That's me. At a race today. Learn how to stretch. All right. Because I lost the race. Well, the second to last. And uh, hurt myself. Blew my knee. I'm pretty sure. But it's probably fine. It's probably not blown. Like, it's been worse. I've had worse. I'm not a doctor. Not swollen. What about you? How was your day? <laughs> My knee don't hurt. Um, Sandblasting all day. Yeah, it's working. That sounds so bad. Sandblasting. Yeah. It's great. It doesn't sound like a no. It's great. A good thing. It's great. What do you? What does that mean? You're making glass? No, we're uh, taking coating off the of steel. You said coating or coating? Coating. <laughs> Say sandblasting. You're making glass. You're making coating. Taking coating. Coating off of steel. Like a jacket, a steel jacket. What? Like a jacket on steel. Coating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the mother that dropped off her kids at, uh, Youth group said that she was going to pass on to her brother to watch our podcast. Pretty sure he's going to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Be a decent bet. Oh, sorry, I'm trying to lean back. 
Hopefully y'all can still hear me. Does that help your knee if you lean back? I don't know, dude. It's like when I was driving down here. Yeah. It started hurting really bad driving in the car because I had it like all the way down to the footboard, right? And it just started aching. I'm like, okay, I guess the adrenaline's wearing off. Why don't you put some like... Uh... No, I didn't put anything. I didn't take no medicine, nothing. I know, but they got uh, no, that's not That's not a brag. Well, we don't, we don't want to put you in that corner, bro. Good job if you had a ibuprofen problem or something. No, if I take ibuprofen too much, it's going to hurt me. Excuse me. What's too much? I don't have a spleen. So, apparently, you're not supposed to take ibuprofen too much. Hmm. I don't know. Some doctor told me that one time. So... Like, ibuprofen's not good for your liver, too, apparently. I don't know. You, yeah, no, it's not good on your liver. That's everybody. Yeah, I'm going to have, like, a higher risk or something. I don't know. So what do you, Jake? Fentanyl? No. I don't mess with that stuff. Work a job where that's... Uh, they prescribe it at the, the hospital. Yeah, for, like, burn victims. And people whose knees are falling out. No! How hospital do you go to? Do you know that for a fact? Do you? Never blew up my knee, but I know that's a painkiller. <clears throat> yeah, you have. Never. My knee's never blown out. You've blown it out. No, You've I haven't. seen not. somebody blow it out. I saw somebody, but that was before fentanyl. They give them uh, Vicodin and Percocet. Yeah, I think whenever I had my accident, they gave me a, a animal painkiller, like a dog painkiller. It's not addictive or something. I don't know. That's what they give the dogs. That's what they told me. Okay. Is that because they were like, we can't afford this part of the bill? Yeah, probably. Uh, Insurance was tapped. I did. Yeah, I don't know. I've been to the hospital too many times. Yeah, but. What does this tell me? What does injuries and all that bring to the front of my mind, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Being old? Yeah, dude, mortality. I'm not even that old, bro. And in a second, something can happen and you could be well, yeah, but... you could be laid up in a bed. You know what I'm saying? Picking up, you picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. Why is that funny? It's not. You went. <laughs> no, I. You, you just sneezed out of your nose. Because I mean, uh, you're you're not thirty yet, almost. And how much of the injuries that you're facing right now is led because of your fault? And not just mortality. I mean, if you were in the 1800s, yeah, you're knocking on death's door right now. Like, you got a few good years left in you. I mean, as a kid. But you're not 30 yet. And Rick's 96-year-old mother oh, I you about to call Rick 96. walks up them way. steps outside. Yeah, do you think that his 96-year-old mother played football? Wrestling, she went through like the Great Depression. 
they probably had to tackle people outside for <laughs> sugar. Bro. There were people probably hitting people in the kneecaps. Okay, what's your point? My point is your injuries are probably self inflicted. <laughs> Victim blaming, okay. It's not so much the fact that you're getting old because I mean to anybody else in the world that's over the age of 35, you're basically just like slapping them in the face. Like, you're like, oh man. Do you feel like I'm slapping you in the face? No, I feel like people can be sympathetic to your needs and your injuries, but it's not because of mortality. Yeah, it's tied in, bro. You're yeah, not going to finish my die point. Let me because finish my you point. hurt your knee. Can I finish my in point? In a race at work. No, let me finish my point, bro. You got to take it. You got to you got to think of things and you got to be like, "Hey, you know, you just got to you got to hold on to those little things." Dude, you are <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Oh, that no, was fine. rude. No, that's it's fine, rude. dude. No, that's I had rude. a whole point, and I was going to try to point it to the Bible, and you're just like, no, hey, Kevin, I mean, you're dumb. Please, <laughs> please shut it. up. Nobody said you were dumb. You did say please shut up and laugh. Mm, we never said you're shut up. You said that last week. You kept saying that I was telling you to shut up. Nobody told you to shut up. Like gotta last week we gotta we talk have, about these inside last week we didn't have a podcast, Adam. Yeah, we did. You didn't plug the thing <laughs> in the computer. And it was a top notch A rated podcast. All I heard was We you, talked about the whole time being saved. No. Whole we time. talked about being saved. We talked about key points in the Bible. We talk, and all you had to say was like, Oh, you do is somebody shut up. Nobody said shut up. And then, because of that, you didn't plug in the thing. Nobody said shut up. I told you to. You're hanging on to the suppressed anger. I said, Adam, gosh, do you ever stop talking? Yeah, well. I said that at one point. I never said that. And then when I don't talk, this is what happens. What? (laughs) I know, this is the Adam show. No, it's not. It is, bro. No, it's not. Yes, it is, man. It needs to be said, sir. Okay. About to eat these nutter butters. And not a sponsor. I mean butter nutters. <laughs> oh, that's not any No. Nah. What was your speech about mortality and hurting your knee today? That links to the Bible. That we're fragile, bro, and, and if we don't depend on the Lord... It could be too late. We live in a life where you're comfortable with who you are, the status quo, what you're doing. You go out and you push yourself and do whatever. But at any moment, you could punch your ticket. Are you? Do you know in your heart that you're safe and that you'll be absent from the body but present with the Lord? You... Can you answer that or no? You can't. No, but I'm I'm happy and I'm proud that you had that. Proud. That you you prepared that 
speech. Never doing that again. <laughs> let me finish. You say I don't let you finish. Let me finish. You 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 prepared that. You carefully scripted and no, I didn't write anything down. You don't have to write something down to have it scripted. It can be scripted in your brain. Scripted doesn't, by definition, mean wrote down. Practice it in the mirror. You had it carefully planned out in your mind on the Bible and what you were going to go with this so that you could segue into what we talked about last week with, are you saved? Yeah, that's exactly what oh, I did. Oh, boy. Oh, man, that, dude, you hit a nail on the head. Bing! Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just winging this, bro. Yeah, but what did we talk about last week? Are you saved? And that's what you just said. So you talked about your mortality and how we're fragile and we can't do this on our own and we need Christ and we need the Lord. And how do we know if we've been saved? We better figure that out. Better know if we're saved or not because you never know when you can break. You didn't segue that in from the whole conversation we had last week. Yeah. Nah, right. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm glad that you recognize it. Honestly, dude. <laughs> that's a good thing. No, I know it's a good thing. And I tried to pay you a compliment. And how did you oh. reply to that compliment you went? What do you want me to say? Thank you, Adam. No, because I know that if that was true, and you really were trying to segue into that, you'd be like, yeah, then let's go. But you didn't. You were just like, oh, crap. Yeah, that's what we did talk about last week, ain't it? We did talk about that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm the type of person, I don't know if you do it. I try to relate every single experience that I have throughout a day to my walk with Christ. You do that? No. No, not like even a a conversation you have with someone or I don't know. No. Like me hurting my knee, I'm like, all right, God, you tell me to slow down? What? My downfall is that I put 25% 25 of my day on a weekday, Monday through Friday, to Christ, and the rest to worrying about life. Mortality? No. I don't think about if I'm going to die or not. I I, I take that as that's a given. Like, I'm going to die and the cards are stacked really good for me, so I better do what I got to do now. But then I procrastinate, and then I wrap my mind into a bunch of other stuff, and I give knots. On, honest 25% to God when I first wake up in the morning and on my drive to work, and then here. But the middle, Dang, but but the middle part is like, um, you said something the other day, like maybe maybe you have an opportunity to minister to somebody. And I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, hmm. probably not. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But 
not saying and so that's that's satan that's 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 the world that's the world that's satan's minions attacking me because he attacks only those that are uh not you know that are that that can attack him the most yeah he goes Um, after the most fierce warriors for the lord because but in my head do i know that i have the ability to talk to people and the ability to make friends easily to create conversations to do this and that absolutely i know that do i go to bed with confidence in christ that i'm gonna do something i'm going to change not the world but the small world that i live in that I have the driving force to do that, that I have the knowledge because my brain clicks on this. It's what it's passionate about. Yeah. I wake up and the first thing is, Father God, hey, thanks for waking me up again. I know that I'm drawing this next breath, every breath because of you. And thank you for putting one foot in front of the other. But you want to know another prayer that I do when I go to bed at night? I say, Father God, I'm setting my alarm clock for 445. Uh, please kick my butt out of bed. Like, you know, they say that don't, there's nothing that you can't bring to Christ. So, so you wake up. But let me, let me finish my thing. Wake me up. Kick me out of bed. Open my eyes. Get me out of bed. Push me to what I want to do. Okay. So I set these goals at night before I go to bed. I want to wake up at 4.45. I want to, you know, whatever you do in the morning, go to the bathroom, drink some water, <laughs> stretch. And I want to go and I want to, and I want to run. I want to run. I want to do an hour, hour and a half workout before I go do my chores. Then I'm going to go outside, do my chores for half an hour. Then I'm going to come in and take a shower, get my clothes, whether, and I always say, whether they're dirty construction clothes or a suit, let me put them on with the passion of having a suit on with a drive. Okay. I want to do that. Or, and while I'm working out, while I'm running on a treadmill, while I'm doing this, I want to be in the word. So whether that be the YouTube stuff on my TV that I have in front of my treadmill. I have all the stuff right there. And I say, Lord, push me. Make me do it. Okay? Uh, If I'm lying, I'm dying. Right? Whenever I make that prayer. Whenever I make that prayer. And I'm not talking about these an angel came into my room and punched me in the chest. Get up! Let's go! No, No, it doesn't happen. God didn't speak to me audibly. Nothing happens. But if I'm lying, I'm dying. And at four... 30, 4.35. The alarm is set for 4.45. 4.30, 4.35. My eyes go. I swear. I'm not into that Huda Mashanda spooky stuff. But I wait, and then I go like this. And I look at my phone, and I go, oh man, my alarm's going to go off in like 10 minutes. Cancel that alarm. <laughs> Flip it over, fluff my pillow. If I gotta go to the bathroom, I get up, go to the bathroom, come back. You get that cold sheet feeling, like, <laughs> and it's and then roll over and let's go. I I can at least sleep until five, if five thirty. Then five thirty comes, my alarm goes off. 
6 o'clock is fine. And so from 4.30 to 6.30, my brain is going. Get but up. I'm laying there. Yeah. Now, if I don't make that prayer, that doesn't happen. I'm waking up at 5. But I've experimented. I said, okay, God, get me up. Kick my butt out of bed. I want to get into your word. I want to better my health. I want to better myself. I want to be better focused for work. Ping. Does he make me do it? No. Does he forcefully roll me out of the bed? No. Because he gives me that free will. However, the Holy Spirit inside of me is like, hey, buddy. He said, get up, right? Good morning. Okay, then whatever. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Us as Christians have better, if we're going to ask God for anything, but we're not willing to put that foot forward, why, why, but you, but the, but the glory of all this, the grace and the mercy is that you can ask him that every day of the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And he's going to try to help you. And it's up to you whether to take that bait or not. And if you don't do it, does he love you any less? <laughs> no. But. I got a question. Yeah. For that story. Yeah. What, what, I, don't, I, yeah I don't even know where we're going with the story. Do you think that maybe. In those instances, you were talking about God. You're you're talking about him all day. Yeah, in those instances that you are expecting too much from yourself, instead of trusting that God. Because I mean, a lot like it's just me analyzing what the story you're telling, and it's like, yeah, I want to do this. Help me do this, and then and then when you don't, then you're like, dang. No, I don't expect it. But then you're disappointed. Some part of you. A little bit, because I'm Disappointed in yourself. And then you feel like you've let God down, in a sense, right? Um, No, I don't feel like I've let God down. I've let myself down because I know that I'm breaking out of the habit of procrastination. And I know that I have the ability to do these things. Here's my thought. Instead of us sitting there at night or when we wake up and praying these prayers, it's like, Lord... Make me do this. Why, like, if we switch it to, Lord, what is your will for me? Where we take out the expectation on ourselves right. and the people around us. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, Lord, what do you want me to do first thing tomorrow? So, and then you go to sleep on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then when your eyes pop open, you didn't set any expectations no. for yourself. But at that point, for me, I think I've experienced it where I, when I do that, and I don't hold myself to any standard or expectation of what I think I'm supposed to be doing at that time, I get up and I go do the things I'm supposed to do without even like a thought process. Right. Like, you know what so I mean? So here's, here's the funny thing about that. The working out thing is for myself. That's purely myself. 
that what you just talked about, God, what do you want me to do? And you leave it at that. What do you, yeah. So I left it at that. Have you tried that? Oh yeah. I, that's before the whore came out thing. I still do it. God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? But when you first wake Here's up or at the, night? No, if, before I go to bed, what, what do you have in store for me? What do you want me to do? And then when I get up in the morning, okay, God, I'm, I will be done. What you want me to do, guide me in those ways. Okay? Here's the bad part about that. Is in the beginning, you're just like, well, I guess you didn't want me to do nothing. And then every day you start to see it. What he wanted you to do. And then you sit there and do nothing. And then you you do nothing. So then you pray and you say, okay, God, just kick me in the butt, whatever. And he's not going to do that. He's like, no, 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 you're, you're a man. You do, you do you. And then you sit there and then you pray, God, okay. I'm feel God, if this is what you want me to do, oh, I want to do it, God. I want to do it. Help me do it. Help me do it. Help me do it. And then he goes, I'm helping you, dummy. And you're sitting there staring at the dashboard. And you're doing nothing. You're making excuses. You're making excuses. Now, those things aren't bar set this high. Well, even then, this is just the beginning. Even then, you're setting the bar there. I'm setting the bar. You're as setting far an as... expectation on yourself that you, as a human being, mm-hmm. cannot attain. Waking up and reading the Bible. You, if if that is, see, that's that's where you get the the fine print, right? Yeah. Instead of saying, "Lord, wake me up," so that that's I read what the I'm Bible. saying. I'm not leaving this on the Lord. I'm putting it on myself. Yeah, and that's you should. I, I don't well, I have that. to put one foot in front of the other. I can't make an excuse of this is why I'm not studying my Bible. I'm not studying my Bible because I want to flip through TikTok for two hours. Yeah, that's the ninety percent of the youth today, and apparently yeah. the adult adults. <laughs> he left the ninety nine for the one. So that. You have to, and who is putting TikTok in front of your face? Can I say it? You almost, like your mouth looks like it's about to say Jesus. China. Okay, oh, well, yeah, no, I thought you were going to say the (laughs) devil. I was like, China, what? China. Okay, okay, yeah, China, but who is putting it into your brain that you should be watching TikTok Instead of reading Romans. Keep in mind, entertainment is fine. Entertainment is good. We all need entertainment. Is it though nowadays? No, it's not. <laughs> but we need we need that we need that release in our brains, okay? But when you put that okay, when you go to college, when you go to college and um, yeah, well I'm just saying I'm assuming we're gonna assume when somebody goes to college, the young man that spoke at church this Sunday, he's going to college. He wants something. And he wants that end result. He wants that goal. And he prays yeah, for the stranger. I get it. But he wants it. So what is he doing to achieve that? Studying. He's he jumping hurdles. And he's studying. He's doing that. He's not beer doing pong. He's not. Beer pong. No. no. He, he's not going. 
I'm sure he's doing a little bit. <laughs> but then he puts that. What uh, college kids do you know, bro? Obviously, he he didn't get all that off TikTok. You know a crazy thing that stuck with me today that I heard Brody Bauckham say I texted it to you? Yeah, about kids. But see, that's that's just it. Did you know about that study? I only watched the... Do you have the uh, paid-for version no, of that No, no. So, so, so they only got 47 here's the minutes, study. too? Here's the study. Yeah, 47 minutes was great. Yeah. Here's the study. You set a group of kids outside for recess. Yeah. But there's no fence. They're going to stay huddled up in near the building. Yeah. As soon as you put a fence up. They try to figure out how to get out. No, those kids are playing. They're all over. They're playing around. They feel safe. They feel secure just because of the fence. I was thinking about prison. But nowadays, but nowadays, you know, kids are raised to not have boundaries, right? That, that everything's accepted. So they're raised, and when a kid inherently doesn't have boundaries, they instantly go to fear of the unknown. So that's the problem, I feel like, with the young ones at least. I mean, it's kind of yeah. off topic, I guess. But without boundaries, children are afraid. Mm-hmm. And that's why boundaries are so important, that you have to have good morals. Mm-hmm. You can't be afraid. That's my biggest thing is I have a lot of fear in my life. I have a lot of fear. And the fear is the unknown. The fear is disappointment. The fear is not being able to take care of my family. The fear yeah, they is... They talked about that too, bro, and it was great. Yeah, I know. And, and that, That's why men these days aren't, aren't getting married. Right. Well, They're not and, following that, that, that blueprint that God put out. The thing of it is, too, is like, here's the other excuses that I put out there. Most of the men that we know that left and went in the ministry field and became pastors or became church leaders or whatever were men that were born in the 50s and 60s. Currently, yeah. And we see, we also know a new And so they went, and I know that every year has, every generation has their struggles and stuff like that. But for me, for those guys, it seemed to be a little easier uh, to lay down a foundation, roots. Uh, it's a little easier to get a, a home and and build a thing and then a family, yeah. a family. And then, you know, that was praising, you know, you or your wife went to work and things were a little more affordable. I mean, probably not, they didn't think so then, but. Compared to now, yeah, in hindsight, and so when the the male figure mid midway through life decides, oh, I'm gonna hang all this up and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go for the ministry, and, and then if a church picks me up or I start a church and it's successful, then yeah, whatever. don't you think that that's like that starving? Yeah, male for sure. Figure because think however, it's same exact. You can relate there, right? However, I don't... There wasn't... Okay, so... Those small-town churches, those small-town hometown feelings, those stuff like that, that was like everybody. 
lot. I mean, you can see it in our church. There's everybody is from the age our age to ninety three, and they stuck with it, stuck with it, stuck with it. Our generation comes up, and now we have what's called mega churches, and and ear ticklers, and this this and that, and oh yeah, wolves and sheep's clothing. Okay, so and 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 don't take this out of context because I know what you're gonna say. And I know, like, yeah, I get it. But let's just say tomorrow, me and you are like, hey, we're going to start a church. And we're going to start it in between Callahan and Peyton or whatever. And when we start with a little building. And in our church, we're only going to speak the truth. Okay? That's it. Great, great. Yeah, everybody wants to hear the truth. Um, we don't really have much of a, a worship team yet because we're building. So we're just going to pass out hymnal books. And, and, and every Sunday we're going to say, let's turn to How Great Thou Art, or let's turn to Amazing Grace, or let's turn, and we don't have the guitars, we don't have, so we're all just going to start singing, Acapella. and everybody's going to say, yeah. <laughs> the reality of that is, and, 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 and I know what you're going to say, and I know all that, it's not about the numbers, it's not about the people you put in, if God wants it to work, it'll work, and it'll fill up, Okay. In our generation, if me and you go start that church right now, and we only, verse by verse, truth-telling, not a lot of ear-tickling, not a lot of, if you do this, I promise you're going to be blessed. If you do this and you help this ministry out, we promise that your family's going to be okay. And if you leave out these doors today, God's got you. The devil ain't got you. Jesus is going to help you accomplish everything in your life. Instead, we're like, we're preaching the man on the cross. We're preaching John. We're preaching this and that. And it's just word by word, verse by verse. We got maybe your dad, my wife, my father-in-law, that he might watch online, and four or five of our good friends for, and maybe not every Sunday, but they're going to show up for day one. Other than that, we're talking to ourselves for a while. And I'm not saying it, it can't work. And that's what I don't want to be taken out of context. We're talking to ourselves right now. I get that. <laughs> but we're not going to have, you know what I mean? Versus when people we know started a church in the early 90s, late 80s. That's what people were gravitating towards was that small town, everybody knew each other, they had a potluck, they shook each other's hand, they got together on Sundays, they did that, the family unit was still working. The, I mean, proof point, the family unit, like, oh, we'll try to get so-and-so to come to church. It's not, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not that anymore. So we're going to get our diehard people that enjoy listening to us. And want to know what's going to come out of our mouth next. But to just drop everything right now and say, I'm going to start a church. You're going to be broke, brother. And and if that's what God wants you to do, then that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And and he'll, he'll bless you. Might not be in this life, but in the next. But it's hard. And that is why. I mean, there's nobody it's our sur- age in our church. Surrender, dude. We're the only two our age in our church right now. 
I mean, we got Cody and them. We're, we're the only loyal. I mean, it's... Whoa. No, no, no. I'm not, that's what I'm talking about, not loyalty. I'm talking about die hard. We need it. I'm not saying everybody no, else every, needs it. Everybody but everybody has a life. But however, what I'm saying, we wake up and this is just what we want. Here's the thing that sticks out to me with that. Surrendering to Christ is the one of the hardest, mm-hmm. yet the most beneficial things that you could ever do yeah. in your life. Oh, yeah. But to a man, you say surrender? Not me. I ain't surrendering. I, I got control in this. Have you, though, bro? White flag, bro. Have I, you, I bro? Like because don't think about it. Have you surrendered? Have you put everything and nailed it to the cross? All those fears, all that anxiety, see what and the, the ideas of being a yeah. broke preacher, have you nailed that to yeah, the cross? Yeah, and, and it, here's the thing about it. Is this is what Satan's good at? You nail one thing to the cross, and he brings it to you in a different form. Yeah, but you can with it's the like, power of Christ, like, you can see that. Oh, for it's sure. Same. Oh yeah, and you see it, and you see it. It comes. It's like when you don't pay your AT and T bill, and you get a bill from AT and T, and you put it away. It goes away, and then it comes in the form of law firm of Johnson and Hoyer bill collector and then yeah. you put that away and then it comes in the form of a it's 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 always there it never goes so so you, you put it away and, and I, I don't know it's it's the hardest the devil, thing you ever have to the do the devil is good at handing us links of a mm-hmm. chain bro yeah oh yeah he doesn't come up and hand you a whole chain and say here take this chain right mm-hmm. that's pretty cool he hands you a link he says hey just hold on to this for me for mm-hmm. good luck and you're like, ah, but I, I think I heard about you. I think you tried to deceive, deceive Jesus in the desert. I think I'm supposed to some, spout some scripture at you to go away. Now just take, just take the chain link and hold on to it. You can give it back. As soon as you take that, dude, you hold that forever. Is that century link? That chain, bro, it could be. But then how many times a day do you got someone trying to hand you a chain? Your own self, dude, your own thoughts are trying to hand you those links and say, here, just take this one. What's one more? Then you put them together like, well, i got to carry them. I'm going to put them together. Then what's before a, you know it. What's a wandering mind? Exactly, dude. Before you know it, you got a chain around your neck, dude, and you're being drugged down. And instead of trusting in the Lord and surrendering to him, say, Lord, I'm about to take this chain link from the devil. Please help me. Our audience. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. But our audience wants to know what a wandering mind is. It's the playground of the devil, brother. You just had to say it backwards, didn't you? I'm just giving you a compliment. It's the devil's playground, man. Wandering Las mind. Vegas, I mean, it's the devil's playground. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> we were being so serious, I needed to joke a little bit. I know. That's why I was just trying to give you a compliment. I feel like, dude, when you give a compliment, you don't have to point out that you gave a compliment. I feel like you don't take my compliments. <laughs> and then 
A you month later, he's like, you never good. give me a compliment. <laughs> I never say that. Yeah, you do. Never you do. That. He's like, you know what? You're just always making fun of me, and you never say nothing good. <laughs> you think that maybe that hurts you so bad? Because you got to think about it, maybe? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're The devil's trying to hand you a The devil's trying to hand you a chain link right now, bro. I got it. You want to take it? I got a pocket full of them. <laughs> we all got a pocket full. Yeah, it's... it's uh... You never know, dude, when that last link, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. You know that saying? Yep. You get one more link, dude. That could be... That could be it, man. That's why we got to pay attention to what... What we're doing. Oof. Who are we doing this for, Adam? Can you lose your salvation? No, but who are we doing this for? I know Christ, I know, but I was asking. So why do we keep taking these chain links, bro? Because we like to have chains on our wallets. I never had that, did you? No. Yeah. I feel like you're the type that... No, 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 I had even dumber than that. Because I never hooked it to my wallet, but I had a log chain. What? A log chain. What is that? A chainsaw? I don't try to do things, but you set yourself up. What's a log chain? A log chain. Carry logs with it? Okay, once I show it to you, I don't want you to be mad at me. Because I'm not making fun of you. If you know what a log chain is, comment right now. Oh, man. If we had a huge following, oh, man, I would say don't read the comments. Yeah. Bro, you didn't even hit record. Yes, I did. <laughs> I am stepping that's back a log from chain. Oh, yeah. That's it's a regular chain. No, that's, that's a, a tow chain. chain. That's for towing cars. It's a log chain. You wrap them around logs, hook it to your thing, pull them. Yeah, it's a tow chain. Does it say log chain? Yeah, it says log chain. Type in toe chain. I'm going to. T-O-W, not T-O-E. T-O-W. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oof. 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 Got a big old... How does that happen? It's got a big old hook on it. Look at that. That's way cooler. Okay. You had a log chain attached yeah, to your not wallet? not with those hooks, but just the, the links, the same size. No, not that my wallet. How did you keep your pants up? I kept, I hooked it to this loop, and then this loop, so it was just like, and, I, and it went below my knee. How did you keep your pants up, bro? With a belt. You wore belts? Yeah, I have a belt on, too. I'm just asking, that's the new, that was the fat, too. Second pants. <laughs> Wear it with shorts or overalls or whatever. Overalls have belt loops. Bibs have belt loops. Yeah, and then I had that kind of. They were kind of like combat boots, but shiny, and then they come up to here with spikes around. <laughs> this is in your metal days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
So what's the point of the meet? What's the point of the podcast today, Adam? We talked about a lot of good things. Chain links. You don't log know when your time's up. And toe chains. Toe chains, log chains, man. You keep taking links from the devil. It may be the last link you take that breaks the camel's back. Amazon links. Links to our podcast. You sit, you sit comfortably in your sin, bro. The devil will leave you alone. Okay. Well, he'll leave you alone. Why would he? Why would he bother you if you're if you're up sin? We were think just bringing about this. Up dreams. Think about this. Now we're talking why about would the devil bother you if you are sinning and you're you're content with it? You're comfortable with it. He's not going to bother you. He's going to let you do it. He's going to say, "Yeah, hang out there. I don't have to worry about Adam." Because man, I know what would happen if he was on fire for the Lord. Then I'd have to ramp up my my work. But he's going to leave you comfortable. You're going to stay comfortable in that corner, doing whatever, partying, drinking, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I heard that somewhere. You know, you have. It's a, I think it's a skit thing. Or I forget where it's from a movie, maybe. But it's great. I didn't see that movie. I didn't either. I'm trying to figure out what movie it's from. So you just made that up. So we're sitting in our sin right now. No, I'm verbalizing it. Think about it. I didn't. I'm, I'm making it. It's uh, You copyright. made it up. Listen. Okay, I just not said done. you made it up. So, you live in, you live in, you live in a comfortable life of sin, right? The devil leaves you alone. But you're in a jail cell. And there's no need to leave because you're comfortable. Why would you leave? Well, one day, the door slams shut. And it's too late. Mm-hmm. It's too late. But thank the Lord that he sent his son to chase us down, bro, to come after that single sheep in the 99. Right? That because was the wrong one I was hoping that was cheering. It's good enough, but you're not going to be able to stay comfortable there if Christ's love for you, if you don't reject that. Because mm-hmm. he comes to you and, and says, brother, sister, you're not supposed to be here. This is not what is meant for you. Thankfully for us, I think that we have had those moments. But then we find ourselves in that same corner, just like, I forgot. No, you didn't. Come here. You know? I find myself there way too often, you know, and I... And I I get frustrated. I, I you know, I, I get down on myself. That's my biggest is, you know, this, the self-talk. Internal dialogue is not good. But we're made in the image of God. So when you bad talk yourself, you're bad talking the Lord. You know, you need to, you, we need to, we need to change, man. There's something, it's, it's some chains. Them links are still holding us there, dude. I just, I think we need to break those chains, and I hope... And how do we do that, bro? I hope I by doing, sticking our, sticking to our guns, and then I hope when those chains are broke, we hear, I hear... Here's the thing, we can't turn. break them. We can't break them. I know, Christ's going to break them, but I, I hope that when that happens, I hear, come here. Yeah, dude. You you feel it. You yeah. feel it at times. Even oh. with those chains still kind of like hooked. At least for me, man. I mean, I, I 
get caught up. Life is crazy. You know, everything seems like it's the end of the world for every person. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about it, the life of a child, a five-year-old kid falling down and scraping his knee for the first time, that is probably the worst day of that kid's life. And you know what we say to him? Get up. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. Let me help you. But then I was waiting for you to... Get up! But that's the thing, dude. We're all... We're still living that life. And you keep going, and then you run into something that's the worst thing that you've encountered yet. But that's just forging, man. Yeah. God only sends his toughest trials to his, his most devout and strong warriors, man. And that's something that we have to remember. Because if you're not getting, if you're not having all these temptations or they're not convicting you, then you're not in the war. You are on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. If you are not getting attacked by the devil, you are on the sidelines. You're not in the war for salvation. And being in that war is tough, man. I'm fooled. Without that armor of God, man. It's cannon fodder. If you got chains, where do you break them? Okay, I was hoping you were going <laughs> to. You got chains in your pants. Okay. <laughs> Here, let me, ch- let me say, if you got chains. Okay, what's the next one? You say after me. I, well, if you okay. got chains, yeah, Adam. Yeah, now you're flipping it on me. I yeah. said to you first, and you're like, you got chains in your pants. Yeah. You go, <laughs> so, so which makes me feel like you're flipping it around because you're like. You got chains. He's a chain breaker. Who is? Who is Adam? Who do you think he? Who? Does the song say, who is it? Who's it? Who? It's Jesus. You knew that already. Okay. No, Jesus is not a character. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Is that a song? Go check us us out. (laughs) Street Smart Christian number one. Hey, man. You know, if you're going to talk about it. Be about it. Go check us out. Follow us. All social medias. Become a member of the Street Squad today. And the first person, the first two people to become a Street Squad member in the by next Wednesday yeah. re- receives two free t-shirts. What? No Wait, shipping costs straight two, to you. Two each? Or one no. Each? Two pe- the next two people will get a free t-shirt. We'll get a free t-shirt. From here to Wednesday, if you stuck around this con, no shipping costs, nothing. I will cover the shipping costs. We will bring we them will to your house. It, mm, probably not. Because if we will you knock are on in your India, door. If you are in India, we're not coming to your house. If you are in, if you are in California, California, I'm not coming to your house. If you are in Gunnison, Colorado, we're probably not going to make Adam it to your house. will come to your house. No, if you are in Peyton, Callahan, Falcon, or even Colorado Springs, I could probably make that happen. But Denver, I got you. Okay, Shout Denver, Denver, he's got you. I got you, Denver. If you're in Fort Collins, he's I will got you. Hand deliver. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Reach out to Kevin. Tag Kevin yeah. in there. He will Fort bring Collins. It to your house. Bring it to you. 
Yep. Wyoming. Dude, I'll you bring know it you're taking you. your brother a t-shirt now. No, he doesn't even listen to this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, his friend that says you don't text, he's probably taking one to him. I'll just make Brandon bring it to him. All right. <laughs> you won't. I'm just kidding. Two people. Subscribe. And with your subscription, when you put it on there, put in the comments, free t-shirt, and you will get a free t-shirt. Free subscribe, t-shirt free t-shirt. I thought I had a subscription today. I said, man, can you guys please respond to this message? I really need you guys. I said, yes, sir. Good. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm a Wix consultant. I was just, I'm like, okay, you work for the website. All right. Do you want me to oh, go through the really website? Us? No. He just wanted me to respond so he could ask if we could pay a fee that he could go through and tell us what's wrong with our website. And I said, no, sir, I'm good. Thank you. But he wouldn't fix it himself? No, he wanted to trick me into messaging back and then waiting a whole week thinking that somebody really wanted me to reach out and have a good, positive thing to go through on the podcast. And nope, was he was a consultant of Wix. Hey, can I just go through your website and this and that? No, you can't, but I want to tell you what, You buddy, can for free. If you're going to talk about it, be about it. Bow, bow, bow.